Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, welcome back. So first of all, I want to apologize. We're low-fi today. We're in the process of upgrading all of our connection speed and dial-ups and blah, 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 moving the satellites around again to try to increase the quality of the podcast. So if we're a little low-fi-y today, forgive us. Some of you are audiophiles, and you guys send us these long emails on how we can improve the audio quality. We do uh, read your emails, and we appreciate them. And we are in the process of building a studio, which will allow us to live not just do this podcast, we do it every day live, but not just broadcast on in audio live, but also in video live. So we're going to start having a daily um, webcast that's going to complement the podcast so you can consume this information more heartily whenever you choose. And we're also going to probably, I have to talk Julie into this first. And Julie, are you there? Mm-hmm. I think so. Julie, you are. And can so I have me? to talk Julie into this, but we're probably also going to extend the time of the show from a half hour to an hour um, and then start having more guests and things like that. So we have really a, a lot of plans to expand the show because of the uh, number of you listening now is consistently – it's approaching 200,000, and that's encouragement enough for us to know that we can start vet meandering into um, – larger scale broadcasting, and at the same time, we can start uh, expanding into different topics. Speaking of which, Julie just sent me a chat, which I was very excited to read. She only has 10 pages left (laughs) to go in the new book, and then it's back so it's back to her. How many how many different editors and how many different editors does the publisher have you working with? Three? Uh, Yeah, too many. But yes, we appreciate their help. Yes, I yeah, you say that and I almost believe you. She doesn't like the criticism, that's what the truth is. <laughs> but ten more pages to go. Deadlines, um, and, you know, all that coaching stuff. Ugh. Just kidding. <laughs> exactly. But Julie, so how many pages do you think the new book's gonna be with all of our indexes oh, and added gosh. comment or added content? Three hundred, mm-hmm. three I don't something know. like that? Between two and three. I don't know. I I've sent it in so many sections I haven't counted exactly, but We've got some new interesting things. One of the things that you and I really had the most fun with was the upgrading everything section. And by everything, we mean everything. We're being extremely detailed on not just what to upgrade, but exactly how to do it and that it does matter. That was fun. Um, Yeah, and I've got another – I think – you know, on on some level this is a sales manual, and we get a lot of the same – issues and questions in Premier Coaching. And so I created a section uh, called the Dictionary of, I can't remember exactly what I called it, Dictionary of the Questionable or Obscure Things that you guys sometimes don't say yes to because you don't know enough about it. Silly things like, what is a triple net lease in the land of commercial? How does a reverse mortgage work? What about 1031 exchanges? So that part of it is a guide to helping you say yes more frequently, yes, it would be my pleasure to help you with that, even if you then have to get the book out and look up what you're talking about. That's okay. Saying yes is more profitable because you can help more people. So I was excited about that piece too. 
All right, can you hop over to um, Amazon? And there's a fun most recent review of Harris Rules. Guys, the book has now over five or no over 300 five-star reviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it continues to be one of the best-selling real estate books of all time. Real estate books, and let's be very specific, so you guys don't think we're exaggerating. Books that are designed specifically for agents to, you know, basically do what we do on this podcast. Um, so there's been a lot of books written for the past like five decades on this, you know, kind of the whole agent genre, business agent, you know, approaching agents like business people. But most of them, virtually all of them, have been geared towards specific things, centers of influence, and past clients, and you know, prospecting and buy referral and this, the other thing. And our book's been the only one that's essentially worked through that I've come across, aside from Gary Keller's book, which by the way, I think we're actually going to, we have the potential to outsell that book, which is amazing. The book he wrote back in the, you know, what, mid 2000s. Um, so in any event, the reality of it is, is this is the only book that I've ever come across that gives you guys a very tactical and practical way to go about um, using a modern word, scaling your real estate practice to the point where the scaling is not for the sake of doing more transactions, which is what 99.9% .9 of everyone's going to push you towards. The way that we actually ask you to scale is you build towards maximum profit. And that's something that our, you know, when you guys listen to us, that's the thing that we continuously hear you're thirsting for. And the new book, by the way, we're, it's Chapter 17 in the old book. We're expanding on Chapter 17 by a huge margin. You guys were really, really interested in the um, – basically how to build wealth. And you were sick of hearing all the normal stuff that was basically be re, has been regurgitated forever. And we gave you a fresh approach to wealth, uh, wealth building, a more practical and tactical approach. And the feedback we got was many of you thought that was the best section in the book. So Julie and I have talked with a lot of experts and talked with a lot of money people and talked with a lot of just everybody you can possibly imagine. And so the new book is going to have an expansion of what the last book did so well, according to your feedback. But here's the bottom line. We want you to scale your real estate business, but only as long as you're not decreasing dramatically your net profit, because your product in your real estate business is profit. And unless you're making profit from your real estate business, you're never going to get rich. And here's the thing that people don't understand, that you will not get rich from selling real estate. I'll say it again. You will not get rich from selling real estate. Nobody does. You'll get rich from reinvesting the profits you get from selling real estate. But if you have no profits from selling real estate, you will never get rich. And rich is not a – let's not be politically correct here. Let's just be really direct and honest. Rich is where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. Rich is where you don't have to wake up every single day and worrying about basically where you're going to, how you're going to make ends meet, not necessarily today, but in 60 days. And that's the reality of most transactional-based salespeople, let alone businesses, is that that cash flow, the long-term cash flow, is not really predictable at the end of the day. You can't control what's going to happen six months from now in the housing market. Nobody can. You know, inflation comes – who knows what's going to happen? You guys have been around for – some of you have been around as long as we have, and you've seen the ups and downs in the markets and how things can literally change in a day. Well, you – if as a person, as a human, it's very stressful to have that omnipresent feeling of fear, and that's what being rich will help you to remove from your life. Now, what does it mean really drilled down? If you have enough money coming in every single month – 
that's not related to your direct re uh, efforts. In other words, it's money that's coming in from, for example, real estate. In those scenarios, you are going to be rich if the money that's coming in is enough to cover your personal overhead. Some of you have personal overhead of 5000 10000 I know I've had coaching clients who have personal overhead of approaching 100000 for kids in private schools. You're living in Greenwich, Connecticut with huge amounts of taxes. You live in a – it's easy to do. You guys might be shocked at how – fast people's personal cost of living can rise. So don't be judgy if somebody who has a you know personal cost of living is so much higher than yours. They're probably living a hell of a lot better than you are, let's be honest. But here's the real slice out of how this works. What we want you all to do is get to the point where you are rich, where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money, where you no longer have to wake up in fear of where your paychecks are going to be coming from. And here's the magic that happens when you have approached that. You don't even have, When you've accomplished it, that's completely different. Approaching, knowing you're on the path to approaching it, you actually become more efficient at your job. You become more drilled down. When you see a light at the end of the tunnel where you can actually finally get that financial grill off your back, I promise you, you're not going to, you won't get to the point where say, when you get there, you're not going to say, well, screw it. I don't want to work anymore. You won't. You're going to say, now that I don't have to worry about that anymore. And now that the money I have coming in can go to things like having fun, can go to things like maybe charity, can go to things like spoiling my family or spoiling myself. You work a thousand times more efficiently. I didn't say harder. And you make a thousand times more profit because now you know how to do it. You want to do it again and again and again. That's what actually happens versus, you know, somebody just basically kicking their heels up. I think, truthfully, I think a lot of brokers and office managers have this in their heads that if the agents didn't have to work, they wouldn't. And I think for some people that's true, but for the vast majority of people, when they've actually gone through the efforts of being successful and, you know, completing the path that we give you in Chapter 17 of our book – what happens then is they have more confidence. They're more they have more confidence in their abilities. They're more professional. They've had some personal breakthroughs, knowing that their highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people. They have realized, accepted the fact that if they don't have the things in life that they want sense of security, house, cars, clothes, whatever, whatever. It's simply because they have not helped enough of people accomplish their goals. In other words, there's a direct correlation to the experience you have on this planet and the number of people you've helped improve their experience on this planet. So if you're not living the life you want to live in any capacity that you would like to be living, it's because you are still struggling with the simple formula of life that there's a direct correlation between the number of people you help at a high level accomplish their goals and the number of goals that you will be able to accomplish. So that is chapter 17. I'm thrilled that you guys like that chapter so much in the book. Julie, I think you have a fun uh, review on Amazon, one that came in um, a couple hours ago. I think you mean by Clara Grana, short, and no pressure here. It says uh, her review is, yeah, quote, the real New Testament Bible of real estate. Yikes. Well, that's quite the compliment, Claire. We really appreciate that. And, you know, we are trying to, I don't want to say we're trying to be the Bible of real estate, but we are trying to make an impact as we were just talking about the book and give you some uh, powerful and productive guidance that leads you to profit. And that's why one of the fun things about Chapter 17 is now that you have crossed that bridge and you've got all of your skills together and you understand you've upgraded everything and now you can create predictable duplicatable income well now what are you going to do with yourself that's the exciting part right so we want to make sure that we don't just give you the tools but we take you to the finish line and give you a lot of more uh, fun things to do with it so i really 
you know, as torturesome as it is to work under a deadline, I really had fun with this, and I hope that you guys <laughs> uh, see that as well. So, you know, there Julie you go. Julie has All been right, a so pack of pissed that. off for the past. Julie has been a pack of pissed off for the past ninety days, as these, uh-huh. as these, the, the publishers have been breathing down her back to get the book done. You guys, you would have been inspired by how much she was doing what she didn't want to do, and she didn't want to do it. She's been getting up like sure. two hours early, <laughs> you know, before the sun comes yeah. up, working on the books. She's been working on it at night. She's been working on it on the weekends. You know, she's really been churning out First this thing content. I check so is, she just, was there an email from the editor? Hallelujah! She's not bugging me yet. So that was a daily thing. <laughs> anyway, so look, guys, if you haven't purchased Harris Rules yet, I'm just going to give you an advance notice here. If the publisher is going to ask us to stop selling the current version, probably within the next 90 days. So go to over to Amazon and get Harris Rules, and the new book, Harris Rules Updated, is going to come out. It's probably going to be a whole year, so you want to make sure you grab your copy today. And also a quick reminder for those of you who need a free coaching call, we are, here we are mid-year. Are you on track for your goals for this year? Are you behind for where you should be? Are you ahead of where you, uh, where you are expecting to be, having your best year ever? Wherever you are, you want to request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And when you do, we're going to give you two books, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate and the Real Estate Treasure Map. Real Estate Treasure Map is something that we always like you guys to complete. It's, it re- it's not just a business plan, though that is the heart of it. It's actually your business and life plan. It goes through all the types of co- questions that you should be asking yourself, not just annually, but every single – we review our business plan, Julie and I do personally, at least once a month and see where we're on track. The same questions we ask you guys, the same thoughts we put in your heads are the exact same things we basically run our lives, our personal business lives around too. So I'm telling you, business uh, business owners, fellow business owners, Real Estate Treasure Map is going to give you a lot of clarity. So if you don't have a copy of it, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. We're going to give you Real Estate Treasure Map, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, and four other books about lead generation for free just by scheduling your free coaching call. And of course, you will be entitled to a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches who will help you drill down on your lead generation wheel. So the topic of today's show is... Uh, these are the top three oh, questions. Wait. These are the questions. Go ahead. Sorry. I've got a great Facebook. Sorry. I just wanted to remind you that we were going oh, to make sorry. June answer your phone month. Answer the damn phone month. This is this will oh, be quick. Actually, I wanted so to expand on it. I wanted to, exp- yeah. I wanted to expand ahead. on it, Julie. Let's make June, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't rhyme with Jay, let's make it a furiously fast lead follow-up month. Yes. Let, let me use this quick Answering example your from phone. Facebook from Mitzi Lee. Please. She writes, Quote, answer your phones, people. I got a call today and answered. Meeting an hour later. Result, potential of multiple transactions on an ongoing basis. Get this. He called a guy he knows better than me who didn't respond to his call or text this morning. His exact words were, quote, I know several agents, but nobody's answering, and you helped my employee. He gave me your card, so I'm using you. So nice job, Mitzi Lee, as an example of answering your phone does make a difference. And, you know, it's true, so, and you know this is true, Tim, because, you know, you've, you've hit their voicemail too. Some of you guys listening right now, your voicemail is full. Some of you have some kind of elaborate voicemail instructions saying don't leave a message here. Instead, I've got to text you or maybe email you or go to some landing page. Just answer the phone. It's so much easier. Anyway, that was my mini rant. Back to you. No, it's perfect. So let's just jump in. So, guys, we have um, a lot of you – are winging it when it comes to answering questions on the fly. And you have you live in fear. So we have a, a theory, and actually we got this originally from our old friend Howard Brenton. He, he actually had a really great 
sort of only uh, almost a mini stand-up routine around this. But the idea was that agents are trying to be secret agents. <laughs> you know, I still even laugh remembering him doing it. But the gist of it was that agents don't want anybody to know that they're an agent. So agents will like hear real estate conversations and not say anything. They won't wear you know name tags. They won't hand out business cards when given the opportunity. They'll avoid conversations about real estate. And the reason is is because they don't. They live in fear of being asked a question that they don't know the answer to, or more specifically, they live in fear of being asked a specific question that they don't know the answer to. And Julie gets this all the time on Premier Coaching. She'll get these three major questions that you will get from consumers, and we're going to tell you the questions, and then we're going to give you the answers, and we're going to tell you how to spin the questions back around on the consumer so that they can then basically uh, become leads for you, or at least somebody who will see you as a real estate professional. So office managers and brokers, I want you to take really good notes. Agents who you know who you are, it's most of you, who literally are, every time you're in line at Starbucks, I always use that as an example. Most people use drive through nowadays, so maybe I need to think of a new one. But stop being a secret agent. Start playing a game where you try to give out at least five business cards every single day. Some of you, the smart ones amongst you, will start wearing a name tag. I know, oh, my God, Tim, what am I, a Home Depot employee? Look, I get all the ego that's associated with letting the world know you're in real estate, but let's cut through the bullshit. The fact is, is you're not wearing your, uh, your name tag because you don't want to have to answer questions about real estate because you don't want to be embarrassing it if you don't know the, name, uh, the answers to their questions. That's the truth. Or you're not a professional. You're just simply not somebody who sees themselves as being a, a full-time real estate person. Those are valid excuses, I think, if you don't want to make money and help people and accomplish your goals Maybe and join other things like you want to have. Maybe that's why you're not a full-time agent. It's because you don't talk yeah, about real exactly. estate. Right, so jump in, Jules. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, these are simple questions, but indeed, to Tim's point, these are also the questions that some of you hide out from. So kind of the same flavor, but here's three different versions. Simple questions out in the field, out in the wild sometimes I say. How's real estate? How's the market? How's your business? They may ask how's your business if they already know that you're in real estate, but certainly how's real estate and how's the market? Now, secret, Tim, to your point, do wear your name tag, your branded shirt, your hat, something that shows you're in real estate, and you'll get more questions about real estate. Yes, you're actually inviting questions but not until you know how to answer them. So first we're gonna do how not to answer those, those most common questions. Here's the secret. Beware of answers that don't cause conversation. Beware of answers that are all about you and be aware of answers that are full of drama, which are typical things that agents fall into when they do get brave enough to answer these questions. For, uh, number one, worst mistake is to not talk about real estate at all. No answer is the worst answer. That makes you a secret agent and will keep you part-time. Point number two, the answer of slow or great equally as bad because these are one-word answers that generates little or no conversation, especially if you do it unenthusiastically. Uh, number three, I'm super busy. Does this mean you're too busy for the prospect? Are you too busy to handle more? I'm super slammed, super busy. You're not going to believe the deal I just had to live through. Stuff like that. Full of drama and it's off-putting. Point number four on how not to answer. I just had the craziest closing, slash, craziest seller, buyer, inspection, appointment, appraisal. No one cares about this, and you seem full of drama and ego to go on and on about your stressful situation. 
And it can even lose confidence that maybe they think you can't handle it. So don't go into the drama. Point number five, and I, you know, I always use the example, Tim, when we were in Las Vegas and I was uh, walking through CVS, I heard the actual conversation. So here's the point. Quote, nothing happens in the winter, spring, summer, fall, ski season, school season, holiday season, whatever. So the call that I heard in the aisle next to me, agent's phone rings. I didn't know they were an agent. I was just you know, looking for something. The phone rings. They actually answer it. All right, score. Good points. But then a conversation ensues, and, and what I then discovered was an agent said, oh, no, it's a terrible time of year to be selling. Now, the agent never asked one single pre-qualification question. They didn't know if that person was relocating, if they were going to move up, if they were going to lose their house due to foreclosure. They knew nothing about that person's motivation. They just jumped right to, oh, nothing sells this time of year. And they hung up, <laughs> just about climbed over the aisle and killed them. But anyway, all right, so nothing happens in the whatever is not a good answer. Point number six, it's a bad time to sell or buy related to that. And number seven, when do you plan on selling? That's too direct for most people. So these are all common mistakes. Now, what are the best answers to those questions? How's real estate? How's the business? Okay, what are the best answers? Secret, use questions which cause conversation and keep it all about being of service. What value can you provide? So for example, real estate is great. What are you most interested in or curious about? Buying, selling, renting, or maybe investing? So I'm making it all about you, and most importantly, real estate is great. Lots of positive energy and enthusiasm. Here's another version. Real estate is wonderful. I've been very blessed to have helped so many people recently. Who do you know who could use my help buying or selling property? You could say, real estate's great. Are you curious about the market in general or about the value of your home currently? Okay, see how I'm causing conversation. Secret, follow, use follow-up questions to drill down and dig deeper, like, tell me more about that, or paint me a picture, or ideally, how does this move work out for you or your timing-wise? Asking questions all about them. Secret, this is a pattern you'll use when speaking with your past clients, people in your center of influence, following up on leads, receiving referrals. So it is something you must get good at it. And another secret is this. People want to work with other people who are enthusiastic, who are positive, and focused on their needs and not full of ego. They don't actually care about your awards. They don't even understand them. They think that a million dollar award means that you made a million bucks. They don't know that it was a million in volume, which might have been one house for some of you. Okay? So they don't even understand it, shouldn't talk about it, don't make it all about you. Anything you want to add to this, Tim? I mean, this seems like such a simple thing, but it's really critical that they get good at simply talking about real estate. Sometimes they'll tell them, be yourself, but be yourself talking about real estate. Does that make sense? Well, the key, the key is, and this is one of the little cheats you guys can uh, have in your pocket. This is what we used to do every single day and all of our staff used to do every single day. If, uh, and this is a good way for you to you know, stay on top of the market and know what the hell's going on. Go to the MLS and just do, you can do a summary of basically the market stats from yesterday. And then you can, you can drill it down so it's just 
around a certain price range or around a certain geographic area. Julie and I would do it pretty much for all of our MOS, which was a big MOS, but it allows us to see where the trends were starting to form. That way, if we had, what we do is when someone asks us a question, if we didn't know the answer to it, we would just pull out that little piece of paper that we always kept with us, and we would just show them the statistics. And we weren't embarrassed that we had to basically use our cheat sheet to show them that we, you know, were wanting to give them the right information. We would say things, and you should as well. Listen, I happen to have that very information with me right now. Um, let me pull it out so I can give you the correct information so I'm not guessing. When you say that, they will respect you versus having bullshitted them. People can know, people will know when you're bullshitting. They can tell when you actually know what you're talking about versus just trying to fill in the gaps. So, and always, and Julie's going to get to this, but I want all of you to write this down. Always end every single conversation you have with anybody with the, here it is, this is a killer script. By the way, who do you know that I should be helping in this market buy or sell a home? Ah, it's easy, right? Helping. That means that even if you are one of these agents, which is most of you, who are living in fear of people seeing you as a salesperson, oh, God, Tim, don't make me say something that's going to make me look pushy, or you're living in fear of them saying no, who's going to say no to that script? By the way, who do you know that I should be helping buy or sell a home in this market? Smile and just hang it there. And then what you'll find is most times they're going to say, I don't know anybody. But, and then you say, well, that's great. So just keep me in mind if you come across anyone. I'd certainly appreciate it. And here's what's going to happen. If you start getting in the habit of that, get your staff if you have staff in the habit of that. Get everyone in the habit of that. You're going to start generating boat tons of referrals, not necessarily from that contact, but when you give them a business card or three business cards after that, you will find that for every 10 people you say that to, you'll have one that's going to send you a referral probably within the next six months. It works like magic as long as you do the work. Does this make sense, well, guys? Well, it doesn't work at next all point, if you don't Julie? bother to ask. No. That's it. That's, that's right. The end and of people, our, people want to help you, though. That's the thing that – people want to help you. That's yeah. the thing a lot of you guys will be surprised about. Yeah. Well, and that's an excellent little detail to the script, right? So they're more likely to – respond to the question, who do you know who could use my help versus when do you plan on moving, which is too direct for most people. If it's them, when you ask, who do you know who could use my help, they'll tell you. It works both ways, right? The other key is not to ask, uh, do you know anyone? Because th that causes not a lot of thought. They'll just say, well, nobody off the top of my head. When you ask, who do you know? You do have to think about that, and maybe that's their colleague at work that's, you know, maybe just gotten a promotion or a relocation or, you know, the for sale by owner that's their neighbor that they wish that sign would go away. You know, you've got to ask who and then drill down. But I think the main thing is to not live in fear of real estate questions. The other survival script that I usually coach in Premier is you can, if somebody asks you something and you have no idea what the answer is, because that happens to everyone, even our most grizzled veterans will get a question that's out of their wheelhouse now and then, maybe out of their neighborhood or their price range, or maybe an economic type of question or a prediction type of question. Don't expect yourself to ever know everything about everything. That's ego, right? Thinking that that's even possible. So your backup, I call it the survival script. You can always say, you know what, that's a fantastic question. I'd love to give you that answer this evening. What's the best phone number I can reach you on tonight? I'll get you that answer. And then write it down and follow through. Even if it's something crazy you've never heard of in your life. Okay? I always joke, you know, make something up to make you uh, remember it. 
how do I remove the troop of monkeys living in the backyard before I put my house for sale? Well, you know, off the top of my head, I don't know, but I'll get you an answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, how can I reach you this evening? And then just make sure that you follow through. So that's your backup plan. And we teach several other survival scripts in Premiere. And I think that, again, it's not just for newbies, it's for anybody. So main thing is don't have no answer. Don't have silence. Don't hide out from business. It doesn't work. So by the way, Kevin, I've got to get That's right. By the way, that troop of monkeys question is a, a question we actually had from one of our coaching clients in South Africa. <laughs> a tr and in case you guys didn't know this, this is the kind of crazy life you have when you're a real estate coach. Hey, but it, you know in what? South in South Africa, in certain parts of South Africa, they have a huge problem with wild baboons. Okay, so wild baboons, you know, run basically free. And as a result of that, they are a, a huge problem. They eat livestock. They break into your house. They can, you know, eat just a horrible problem. They're just crazy. And so that is one of the issues that they have in parts of the country. So we weren't just joking. We said how to remove wild baboons from your backyard. By the way, the answer is uh, you capture them, and then you take them to some other place. Or some people actually have taken to farming them and eating them, as disgusting as that sounds. In any event, listen, guys, if you need us for anything, it's Tim at Tim and JulieHarris.com or Julie at Tim and JulieHarris.com. Remember to request your free coaching call at FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. And I appreciate your patience. I realize this podcast today was not hi-fi. We, we were going to get back to that. If all goes as planned, the audio is going to be very high fidelity starting tomorrow or the following day. Um, and then we should have our new studio opening sometime in the very near future. And if you guys are over, ever in the Austin area, you can stop by and attend the podcasting and video casting live. We're going to have a little section where people can sit. Um, and, uh, yeah, some of you might want to be guests, all kinds of fun stuff coming your way. Thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for agents. We sincerely appreciate it. If there's ever anything we can do for you guys, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.